This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast here on Rotographs Audio. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins. It is Friday, April 10th, and I'm joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. How you been? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. End of the first week for this podcast. And uh, we are joined by a brand new guest as well. Steve Adams is here from MLB Trade Rumors. Steve, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Happy to, to jump on and, and make my first appearance, hopefully of many, if I don't say anything too stupid or too dumb. Well, love to have you here. Uh, <laughs> it's, I don't think we've ever penalized anybody for that before. If we did, not a donor, I would be here. So. We've set the bar one way or another. We've set the bar. You may be underestimating my, my fan, daily fantasy futility, but I guess we'll see We'll see how it goes. You know, you know enough about baseball, so I think we'll do okay. So we're doing Monday to Friday on this podcast. We're not going to do Saturday and Sunday episodes because we might be crazy enough to do five days a week, but we need a small break. That said, we'll be able to talk about what's going on on Saturday and Sunday at least a little bit in advance and hopefully help you guys to play DFS on the weekend as well. Matt and I have a little business to recap our picks uh, from Wednesday and Thursday. Matt, we had Tom Kohler together on Wednesday. Yeah, he was the Tom Kohlerist of pitchers on Wednesday. <laughs> the Tom, Tom Kohler, that's pretty much it. We couldn't describe him. Six innings, two runs, four strikeouts, no decision. It's like, yep, that sounds right. Yeah. That's pretty much, that's Tom Kohler. That's all we wanted from him. And then we had much more luck on Thursday. No, 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 no. We had much more skill on Thursday. Sure, yes. Much more because skill on Thursday. Both geniuses. I had Trevor Bauer going insane. Insane against Houston. 11 strikeouts in six innings. No hit innings, but it's hard to give up hits when you're walk five guys, I suppose. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. This is probably, you know, the, the, er, you know, the early clubhouse leader for my favorite start of the season. <laughs> Trevor Bauer just, like I said, those Astros guys, they could have easily hit four home runs off of him, but instead <laughs> happened to be on 11 strikeouts. And then, uh, Shane Green for you did, uh, did pretty well also. Eight That's innings, good. one unearned run. Got to be happy with that. Only five strikeouts, but nobody's complaining. No. Steve, did you uh, did you watch this game today? I, I gave my best effort, but as a as a Minnesota native, uh, I mean, it, it might only be the third game of the season, but it, it got turned off for for the end of it. Yeah, our, <laughs> our resident Twins fan. Hey, hey, got to see Shane Green take on the Twins. Hey, yeah. they, they scored a run today, though, so it was it was big. I was, I was better to see that. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it's encouraging. I suppose is the word. It might encouraging. Get well, uh, we're gonna have some more picks coming up for you, but uh, later in the contest. Steve, did you bring uh, contest picks too? I I did bring contest picks, so we'll we'll see how they do. I'll be the from what I can see on the spreadsheet, the first guest entrance. So Your first guest, that'll be good. Uh, we had Eno guest with us uh, a few times oh. last season, so yeah, mm-hmm. we got a yeah. we got a column for guests to join in our contest as well. Um, and if you look at the posts on Rotographs, there's a link that we can go check out the spreadsheet. Keep track of how we're doing. Um, we're only four starts in, but Matt has a slight edge in ratios for me. Off to a good start this year. Do I really? Yeah, barely, but like an inning. We're pretty tied, but we're both doing pretty well through four starts. So, all right. So we're looking at Friday, April 10th, and it's a big old full slate of games. Um, it's the weekend, so everybody's playing a whole bunch, and I there's a lot of uh. Mm, I think, Matt, like me, you kind of look for the bad pitchers first. That's step one. And luckily, it looks like there's a lot of bad pitchers going on on Friday. <laughs> we, 
We're not starved for options, no. There's, yeah. there's, there's some real dreck up there. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Um, my quick list, uh, Hector Noesi of the uh, the White Sox. I'm glad to... This is a special podcast. I have a White Sox fan and a Twins fan. And together we get to see uh, Hector Noesi go for the White Sox. Against who? Against who? Hector Noesi is going Versus to go. Tommy, Tommy Bones Malone. Tommy there Bones go. Malone. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. That uh, to me, that sounds like DFS gold. Personally, there's some <laughs> some stuff to be taken care of there. Especially uh, Tom Malone being left-handed. There's some matchups maybe. Um, I think the White Sox hitter that sticks out the most against lefties is Jose Abreu. Yeah, obviously. We, we had mentioned him before. I mean, he's yeah. good against righties, but should be extra good against lefties. Probably worth <laughs> extra the Extra good price. against lefties. Yeah, that's the analysis that's for today. Miles extra good, good against lefties. Also in Colorado, Tyler Matzik, another lefty in Coors Field. You know, I mean, I realize the Rockies pitching's been out of their minds so far, but something's got to give, I guess. The Cubs go there. I don't know. Like I said, I got a long list. Jerome Williams is pitching for the Phillies. Tommy Malone. Jason Marquis is pitching for the Reds, which is insane. Eric Stoltz pitches for the Braves. I I don't know. Tim Lincecum pinches for the Giants. I can't believe we're mentioning him that way, but there's a lot of bad pitching going on Friday, which, uh, I don't know. It's a lot of options. It's, it's ugly. A lot of fourth and fifth starters, so it's, it's going to be a lot of runs scored, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys broke down by position, but, uh, did any, like, just to start, like on Friday, uh, any of these stick out for you from the catcher position? Uh, yeah. I think I think the, the Colorado the the Colorado series. I'm I'm really interested in Miguel Montero this weekend. Okay, yeah. Is he? I'm, I don't know. Actually, off the top of my head, is he going to hit lefties pretty well? You think? Um, actually, yeah, you're, you're correct. He's a he's a pretty bad matchup against lefties, but I, I love him for Saturday and Sunday. Sorry. Sure, sure. No, uh, that core is uh, it's the first core series, you know. So there'll be a lot of people betting on that, which I'm not sure if that makes it a good bet or a bad bet to stack on, but um. Will and Rosario, they keep talking about trying to get in against lefties. And the Cubs have uh, Travis Wood going, which Travis Wood's fine. He's a fine pitcher, but he goes to cores. And, yeah, I, I don't think there's – they're going to get Will and Rosario in, either in front of the big heavy bat that is Nick Hundley or might even platoon at first base a bit. But he's got to start against Travis Wood. That might be a game-time decision in terms of your DFS leagues if you want to keep an eye on it. But – if uh, Will and Rosario is playing on Friday against Travis Wood, I could see big things there for sure. Yeah, I have uh, uh, Travis Darnot uh, matching up with Eric Stoltz. Uh, yeah. One that I'm that I'm big on this early for Friday. Uh, Stoltz is typically, especially not as much last year, but 2013, he was terrible against right-handed hitters, and mm-hmm. and pretty much has been for most of his career. Small sample, so it doesn't mean a whole lot. But Darnot's hitting well to start the season. Uh, that's definitely one that I that I feel like. Uh, can can work in his favor, right? And Stoltz always got a benefit from pitching at Petco, you know. Actually, yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I did have one more catcher I wanted to bring up. Sure, you, you don't mind. Uh, Mike Zanino, yeah, against against the lefty Drew Pomeranz. Actually, Zanino, he's he he. I think he's like a career two fifty hitter against lefties, but I think quite a bit of his power comes against lefties as well. Uh-huh. So it's actually a pretty decent matchup for him if yeah. you believe him. So, yeah, there's on Friday you got three catchers to pick from that can, uh, you know, go big against, uh, against lefties, which, you know, is, can sometimes be an underrated skill. So you might get a guy that'll do more for less price 
I'll, possibly. I'll throw, I'll throw one more in there just real quick before we move on from catcher. Sure. Yeah. Sal Perez against Hector Santiago. Uh, yeah. Part off the lefty today. He's mashed lefties throughout his whole career. Uh, Santiago's he's a decent pitcher, but he's he's nothing particularly special, and he does have somewhat of a platoon split. So uh, Perez will probably be more expensive than the the other guys that we've mentioned. The bigger yeah. name, but um, yeah, he he's got a really good track record. I I got points on Thursday for Perez versus Danks. I did yep. that and I got rewarded. Sorry, Matt, but I bet against your boy John Danks. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I don't yeah. think any White Sox fans consider John Danks their boy at this point. No, no. not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> no. But Sal Perez against a lefty, I'm all in on that for sure. All right, how about a first base? Anybody stick out a first base for you on Friday? Uh, yeah, the two Chicago first basemen, uh, Rizzo and Abreu, really stick out for me. Yeah, both get a you know good lefty matchups. Yeah, I, and I'm fine paying full sticker price for either of them. Rizzo on Friday goes up against Matzik, a fellow lefty, but I don't really mind at Coors, you know. Also, last year, you know, Rizzo overcame his, his inability to hit lefties last year by hitting 300 with eight, with eight homers and about 100, 170 yeah. players. It's the kind of thing where he has, doesn't have the platoon advantage, and that might scare some DFS guys away, and yeah. that means you could get him when other people don't have him. You know, kind of a sneaky pick. Um, yeah. That's certainly a possibility. And hitting in Coors and... Tyler Mansick is not that good, to be honest. At least not no. last year. So, no. I yeah, I, it's it's not a platoon advantage. I don't think that matters. You know, might actually help you in terms of uh, getting a guy other people don't have. So, um, what about you, Steve? Any first baseman that stuck out to you on Friday? I would be remiss if I didn't go with my namesake and, and take Matt Adams uh, oh, yeah. against Jason Marquis. I might do like a whole DFS lineup where it's just the Cardinals stacked against Marquis uh, on on Friday at Great American Ballpark. Um, but, yeah, Matt uh, Matt Adams is, is definitely one. Uh, there are some cheaper guys, again, against lefties. Um, if you're, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel with left lefty or your salary there, you can, you know, probably go C.J. Crone against Jason Vargas or, or Darren Ruff against Gio Gonzalez uh, and at least get the platoon advantage. But um, Marquis uh, versus Adams is definitely one that I'm – that I'm on board with. Yeah, I feel feel like that'll be a popular stack, but for good reason. You know, I can't believe Jason Marquis still has a major league job. The Reds are... I would describe the Reds as sneaky bad this year, you know. Nobody quite realized they're going to be this awful. They're kind of focused on teams like the Phillies and the Rockies, but the Reds are not looking good. No, definitely not. They have a lot of big names that have not performed for quite some time now. So I, I think... It's it's shocking to me that Jason Marquis is getting a start at Great American Ballpark, but and, I'm planning to take full advantage of it. And even if he gets chased, I mean, obviously, Araldis Chapman is one of the best bullpen arms in the game, but there's not a lot else uh, support in that bullpen. I mean, Kevin Gregg, we saw him come <laughs> in and give up runs in a crucial situation on opening day, I believe, you know, and if that's who they're relying on, then I don't know. You might see the Cardinals not only eat at Jason Marquis and chase him early, but then there's a lot of bullpen guys to feast on. So uh, I can get behind that stack for sure, uh, including uh, Matt Adams. Okay, how about middle infield? You guys got some favorites at second base and shortstop? Again, I'm, I'm probably stacking against the Rockies. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I'd, I'd be really tempted to, to roll, you know, Sterling Castro out there against Against the against lefty. Yeah, yeah, why not? He likes it in lefties. That's, that's going to be a popular one too, I think. I'm sure. That, that one stuck out to me. Another one off the top of my head is uh, Jose Altuve gets Derek Holland. I actually like Derek Holland. I mentioned uh, on Wednesday he's my uh, he's my field of streams pick for sure. And you joined me with Derek Holland, but 
right? He's a good pitcher. I think he can do well. But Jose Altuve feasts on lefties. He might be the real tough out for him. And yeah. if you're willing to pay the Altuve price and you like him, he could uh, do big things in uh, Friday. Again, on that lefty matchup, there's a there's a lot of good lefties to take advantage of. Bad lefties, even. I don't think Derek Holland's bad, but a lot of uh, a good platoon advantages there on Friday. Anyone stick out to you, Steve, at second base or shortstop? I'm, I'm sticking with the uh, with the stack against against Jason Marquis, um, and and probably going uh, Colton Wong there um, again. Another left-handed bat. Uh, I feel like the Cardinals can put up quite a bit of runs against him. Um, and as kind of a bonus, uh, Devin Messeraco is he, he's fine at throwing out uh, at opposing base dealers, but he's, he's basically league average in that regard. And and uh, um, you can I can definitely see you know. Wong getting into the, the running game a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing at Great American Ballpark, obviously, is a pretty favorable environment for scoring runs with the pitch sure. like on the hill. So, and uh, he's, he's far from powerless. You know, oh, he's not just well, a runner. He can easily put one out himself. Uh, yeah. you know, he, he gets 12 to 15 home runs this year. I don't think anyone's going to be surprised, and they'll be even less surprised if one uh, or two of those come off of Jason uh, So Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a agreeable matchup for sure. Yep. For sure. Okay. And then how about third base? Any third baseman stick out to you guys? <sighs> third base, third base. Yeah. Honestly, I, I'd be really tempted to throw with, with Nolan Arenado again. Yeah. He's, he's got the hot start. He's hit. He's at home. He's, I, he just I feels would, underrated right now. You know, he still, right? still kind of does. Yeah. His price is going to go up, that's for sure. But uh, I, and, and Another pick I'd also be interested in is uh, Aramis Ramirez against Jeff Locke. Sure. Your boy, Jeff Locke. Force him out for Jeff Locke. Yeah, that's, I, I feel like that's sacrilege on this podcast that really you would ever is. bet against the, Jeff Locke. The Redstone Rocket. The Redstone Rocket. Well, the, you know, Aramis Ramirez still has it at times for sure, and that's the platoon advantage for him. And he likes to hit at home. You know, there's no reason he couldn't go well. So, no. like I said, you and I were saying this about Locke the other day. That Brewers stack, you know, they like, they're all right-handed, and they don't necessarily hit lefties as well as they should for being that many righties. But, you know, if things go bad, they could go real bad, for sure. Um, any third baseman for you, Steve? Oh, man. I, I really, I, I almost feel bad for Jason Marquis, and I kind of hope he proves me wrong, but I, I really, um, I, I have to go with Matt Carpenter against him. Uh, yeah. I'm going to keep, just keep ragging on him. Um, you know, same reasons I've said before. Uh, not a ton of power in Carpenter, but lefty with two advantage against a, a pretty weak righty in a favorable stadium. Uh, if you want to go a little bit away from that, uh, I think probably Chris Johnson's a guy who is facing John Neese and he's absolutely crushed left-handed pitching, uh, throughout his entire career. He's probably a guy whose price tag won't be all that high. Uh-huh. Uh, so if you're looking to break away from the, the mega stacks that Matt and I are, are harping on here with the poor Rockies and, and Reds, uh, you know that's that's a decent one to, to to you know kind of vary your your pick a little bit. Mm-hmm. Great. All right, and then uh, let's get to some outfielders for Friday. Any okay. big names in outfield? A lot to choose from. Infield's I've, already stacked. I've got two names for you here. Okay. Uh, first one is is kind of under the radar. I'm I, I'm thinking about taking Ben Revere against Gio Gonzalez. Sure. For his career, believe it or not, I, I think Revere has all, about 19 plate appearances against Gio, and nine of them have gone for base hits. You're you're going with the uh, pitcher versus hitter history, huh? Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. Super small sample size, I know, but you know, maybe you know, who knows? You know, maybe, maybe Revere, you know, has you know knows something about Geo that we don't. Yeah, he's going to be cheap enough, and those weird little speedy guys, you know, don't always live up to statistic or 
don't always live up to traditional splits and whatnot. You know, sometimes yeah. they have backward splits and or well, little ones. He's mostly just looking to put the ball in play. You know. Also, you know, with, with DFS, I I kind of like going with the speedy guys because they they do put the ball in play. They at least give you a chance. You know, yeah. they're 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 more you know they're more likely to go you know one for three with a steal than they are zero for four with three strikeouts. Yeah, and if they're part of a stack, those run scores really uh, add up. You know. Yeah, Revere can, can hit lefties too. I'll I'll come to Matt's uh, Matt's defense in this in this regard. I mean, I again, he, he came up in Minnesota and I watched him for a long time. I, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I know he has a higher uh, career batting average against lefties and righties. It, it's something he's he's over three hundred against lefties. So you know, on base and and just fast enough to. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I can, I can get behind it. I'm with you. Steve, thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> those, those, like I said, those, uh, those uh, contact guys with less power sometimes. The left-handed ones can have weird backward splits. Nori Aoki's the same way. He hits yeah, left-handers yeah. better, and it's something to do with how they get out of the box. I'm not sure. I've heard the explanation before, but um, it's less about being able to drive it, and that can work out for them. So Ben Revere yeah. with the backward split, um, not necessarily a bad idea against Geo um, if you want to go yeah. more under the radar. And quickly, just the, the second name I had for you was uh, Jason Hayward. Okay. Hey, um, hey, Cardinal stack. Hey, I know. in his career, he's three for ten against uh, Jason Marquez. Two of them have left the park. Okay. Okay. And then uh, Steve, who do you got? Well, uh, Matt, surprise, stole one of my guys there with the with the Cardinal stack. So I'll, I'll gloss <laughs> over Hayward and John Jay as people that I'm considering uh, and go with some other some others. Um, more of a full sticker price. Uh, Spot here, but probably uh, Bryce Harper against Jerome Williams uh, sure. is definitely one that I don't think I need to explain all right. that much. Why not? Uh, for for a couple of, of under the radar ones that I like, uh, you got Justin Ruggiano against Drew Pomerantz. Uh, Ruggiano sure. killed lefties uh, for most of his career, and, and John Mayberry uh, to go with another Met uh, against Eric Stoltz. Uh, Mayberry hits lefties very well. Stoltz is is, is terrible against right-handed hitters. So those are two guys who probably be pretty cheap at the bottom of the outfield list and, and might fly a little bit under the radar. Probably have to double check and make sure that Mayberry is in the lineup that day, but he should be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, they, if they're not going to put him in the lineup against lefties like Eric Stoltz, then why do they sign him in the first place? So, yeah. uh, those are two guys that, yeah, I think can have, you know, pretty pretty nice days uh, with an advantage in their favor and won't cost that much so you can, you know, stack up on, on other big-name players against the Cardinals and Jason Marquis. Sure. Um, I have one big name outfielder for me. Not a big name, but maybe my favorite pick. And I'm going to bring him up every time this situation works out. Because he is under the radar, and he's a, he's a left-handed outfielder. So you've got to make sure he's in the lineup. But if you're willing to check and make sure he's in and put in that time before the game. Drew Stubbs, last year, oh. at home at Coors, had a 9.99 OPS. Drew Stubbs also last year against left-handers had a 9.44 OPS. Mm. Um, I don't have it here with me, but the combined split, you can imagine what he can do at home against lefties. And he will be at home against uh, against the Cubs, against Travis Wood. So Not a very good lefty. No. So he's not going to cost that much, I assume. Again, you got to make sure he's in the lineup, but this is kind of why they have him. Him and Will and Rosario. Um, I would take... Drew Stubbs and the money over, you know, the other Rockies outfielders who can all be pretty good. But if Drew Stubbs gets in that game, I think he's, you know, what's he going to cost on FanDuel? Actually, I have it right here. Let's take a look. Drew Stubbs <laughs> is going to cost 3100 So not that cheap, but, you know, cheap. it's, it's relatively cheap for a guy that just 
you know, he's going to be in his wheelhouse for sure. It's like, cheap relative to the expectation. His thing is he could always he he can't hit curveballs, can't hit breaking balls. But up in Colorado, they don't move that hard, and that was kind of the concept when we went there that it might it might go well for him, and it definitely did. You know, part time player, but if he's playing tomorrow against a lefty, I am all over that personally. I like Drew Stubbs. So, um, so we just named a whole bunch of really bad pitchers tomorrow um, for Friday. How about some some good pitchers? At some point, you got to pick somebody that you want to get behind that you think might have a chance, you know, cheap or expensive. I feel like I might see some lineups where you load up on all these really expensive good hitters, but got to put someone in that pitcher spot, and they're worth some uh, pretty important points. Anybody uh, stick out to you? Let's see. For Friday, do 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 do. I mean, we have Derek Holland as our field of streams pick, you know. Yes. Which is purposely under the radar. Um, he's going to cost 8000 on FanDuel is what I'm looking at right now, which is not that cheap. No, I would be really tempted to roll with Brandon Morrow at home against San Francisco. Yeah, uh, he's an interesting guy. You know, he's right there. We talked about him the other day. He's right there with Brett Anderson for me. For when he's healthy, I have a hard time avoiding him, you know. But he's capable of strikeouts, which are worth plenty of points, and gets to go against Tim Lincecum and could uh, be in for a win that way. I don't think that's a bad suggestion. Holland, Morrow, and Geo are probably the only three I would really be considering for, for DFS. Yeah. Holland, uh, Morrow, Geo. Geo ought to pay the price, but he does get to yeah. go carve up the uh, the Phillies for sure. That should be a popular pick tomorrow. Yeah, John right. Lackey gets to go the Reds and eh. Marquis. John Lackey's not great, but he has, only has to beat Jason Marquis, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're hunting for wins, which is dangerous. Um, Steve, did anyone stick out to you on Friday? Hi. Uh, no, there's there's not a lot of great pitchers because we're at the back of everyone's rotation. You kind of named a lot of the guys um, yeah. that I'm looking at. A few of the, you know, I guess outside plays uh, where you're you're rolling the dice a little bit more. Uh, I, Taiwan Walker against the A's sure. uh, is somebody that I, I would at least look at. You know, playing in a big park there. Um, and, and actually, on the other side of that, uh, you know, Drew Pomeranz, he's never really put it together and and you know, been the guy that he was supposed to be for an extended period of time. The closest mm-hmm. thumb was last year when he was with Oakland. I, I know a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the the Mariners' better hitters are left-handed. They, they kind of address that in the offseason, so it remains to be seen if they'll be as susceptible to lefties as they were um, yeah. last year. Yeah. But I think he could probably do worse, and, and one guy, I'm, I'm not going to take him, I don't think, but uh, one person that I'll at least be watching uh, after the, you know, the, all all the to do about how much harder he was throwing in spring training uh, is Zach McAllister. Um, I'm not going to take yeah. him the Tigers, but uh, you know, he, if if you really want to and you you want to, you know, roll the dice on, on his newfound, you know, 97 mile an hour velocity, all he's got to do is beat Alfredo Simone, and and I'm I'm not a big fan of Alfredo Simone, so sure. uh, you know, he he could pick up some strikeouts and maybe he gives up three runs or so, but uh, if he gets a win and, and has enough strikeouts in there, then it, it might come out, you know, looking okay relative to the price that you pay for him. I like that. I like that. Those are guys to keep an eye on. There's a lot of sneaky picks at pitcher. And like I said, Friday might be a day where you pick a cheap pitcher and then load up on all those awesome hitters we talked about. I could see some uh, strategies built that way. Then if you hit on your pitcher, you're in business. All right. Well, that's a whole lot of info for Friday, the 10th. We're going to, like I said, try and gloss over Saturday and Sunday for you. Trying to give you an hour episode. We can't go as in deep on Saturday, Sunday, but there's a lot more going on and uh, things we can can, uh, touch on. So for Saturday, quickly, um, a whole lot more good stacks. 
going to talk about this White Sox-Twins matchup again for Saturday. Should be just as good as Friday's. I feel like yeah. Steve has some uh, strong opinions about uh, Saturday's starter. Uh, Mike Pelfrey is a quality major league pitcher who should not be exploited whatsoever by stacking Jose Abreu, Adam LaRoche, Melky Cabrera, Adam Eaton, and whoever else you can get your hands on uh, while fitting them all into your constrained budget. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Op- what opposite of what is true, but yes. yeah, no, I, I would stack hard against uh, against Pelfrey at the cell uh, for sure. And I'll just, I actually for Saturday, all I did was list teams to stack, so I'll just run yeah. down and then you guys can. But I'll I'll stack uh, the the white or the White Sox certainly um, against Pelfrey. I gotta split my scoreboard page over here one sec to get, see who I'm uh, all the pitchers I'm stacking against. Sorry, the the Blue Jays. Uh, I would stack against uh, Ubaldo Jimenez. Absolutely, uh, I had them listed. Fine with that, uh, you can go back to the the Cubs Rockies. Well, again, especially, especially for the Cubs, stack against Kyle Kendrick at sure. uh, at Coors. Uh, I'd be fine stacking the Rangers against Roberto Hernandez in Texas. Sure. The the Yankees at home uh, against Steve Wright uh, with the Red Sox. Yeah, Who knuckleballer. Is, yeah, not uh, not proven a whole ton, and and probably get some balls up in the air there. Uh, that that could go a long way. Yeah. At the very least, run against him if you're, you know, Gardner and, and Jacoby Ellsbury. So. Yep. How about you, Matt? Those all sound pretty good to you. Those are yeah. most of the ones I listed too. Do you Actually, have any like top four or five top four or five guys that stick out to you from those matchups? Again, I'd, I'd be stacking Cubs and White Sox all weekend. Yeah. I honestly, that, that's exactly where I was headed with this. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I probably just stole everything. Okay. <laughs> no, we're all on the same page there. There's a lot more uh, bad pitchers to take advantage of on Saturday. Might be a hitter-friendly day again. How about Sunday? Sorry we can't get more specific on those uh, hitters, but there's a lot to pick from there. And then Sunday, um, I had Marlins at Nate Carnes. Tigers get Sean O'Sullivan, the Phillies. Uh, Indians get left-hander, I think it's Kyle Lobstein. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> Are you laughing as I guess names? It elicits a giddy laugh from Matt, so I should tell everyone everything they need to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, now I'm just worried I got the name wrong. No, that's right. Kyle Lobstein <laughs> of the Tigers. Yep. Um, off the top of my head. I only wrote Lobstein down. The Astros <laughs> get Colby Lewis. The Royals get uh, left-hander C.J. Wilson. The Cubs get Lo- Jordan Lyles at home, you know. <laughs> the human wind machine. The human wind machine. That's a good callback joke. It was what four and zero, five and zero in April I think or something. It was. <laughs> yeah, um, and the Brewers get left-hander Liriano. If you believe in Brewers against lefties, that's a uh, I don't know. Liriano's a decent lefty at least, but uh, I don't know. Worth attention. Anyone else stick out to you guys on Sunday? I'm really interested in that Sean O'Sullivan matchup for, oh, for yeah. Washington Tigers. Tigers, Tigers for sure. I'm I'm riding the uh, the Rocky stack that day. I think I'll probably take their whole outfield with Blackman, Dickerson, uh, Cargo, and, and and maybe Justin Morneau. Um, Kyle Hendricks doesn't miss many or any bats. Yeah, uh, and and he's going to a uh, course field against a lefty heavy lineup. That's that's uh, that's the recipe for disaster for just about. Yeah. So Kyle <laughs> Hendricks, uh, Dartmouth grad, by the way, had a good success. Um, keeping the ball on the ground, but he's definitely a contact pitcher, and allowing contact at cores can go very badly for you. I don't necessarily think he's a bad pitcher. It's not great, but I'm not where he wants to be pitching at all. So, Although, I, I, I would like to remind our audience that you know Sunday is getaway day for, for half the league, so yeah. you might be seeing a few getaway day lineups with a lot of, sure. shall we say, 
questionable players being right. used. So Sunday's one of those days, you know, maybe you don't want to make your bets the night before and stick to them. You might want to make sure you can change your lineups if necessary. That is probably the best advice you're going to hear today. Yeah. All right. Um, so Sunday, yeah, keep close attention. We'd like to give you advice now, but that's a few days in advance, so we don't know exactly who's going to be playing. But there's a lot of matchups to explain. All right. So let's get to our Field of Streams contest, get some names on the spreadsheet now. Um, okay. Matt and I, for Friday, we have Derek Holland versus Houston. Mm-hmm. Matt, who do you like on Saturday? Saturday. Let me, let me put my little sheet here. Yes. Hmm. Honestly, Steve is the newcomer. If you'd like to go first, remember, any pitcher starting on Saturday less than 50% owned in Yahoo Leagues. I have to defer to the experts. I have to let you guys put yourself All right. on. That's fair. Oh, actually, That's fair. Saturday it's a tough almost, weekend, to be honest. It, Saturday is almost as bad as the, the Tom Kohler Tuesday that we had last <laughs> week. Tom Kohler Tuesday. Sounds like a drink special. It should be. There really weren't a whole lot of choices for streaming. I, I would love to take TJ House, but he's at home against Detroit, not the best right. place to use him. Uh, I'm, I'm going to save that bullet for you know a little further down the road, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. Um, I'm curious about Jared Cozart pitching at home against Tampa. Sure. That's, I, I was close. I was really close to that, but I, I've got to roll with my guy, Jimmy Nelson, pitching at home against Pittsburgh. You, he's, you know who he's pitching against, right? I do know who he's pitching against, and it kills me not to take him, but I've got to go with the better pitcher. All right. Taking Jimmy Nelson against Vance Worley, your, your cuddle buddy. The Worley. Worley. Oh. Okay. I, that's not a bad pick. I get it. I get it. Against the Pirates, who are good, but not scary. No. Yeah. I will go second. Um, I like all those guys. I considered all of them. Um, I agree with your reasoning, but I'm not going with Jimmy Nelson. Even though he's really good. I'm going with a little more upside somehow. A guy that I'm not sure that he's a good Major League starter yet. We're going to find out. Um, he has my attention, though. I've taken flyers on him all over. Aaron Sanchez in Baltimore. Yeah, he's on the road, and he has a team that can hit. But I think Aaron Sanchez can just, he can pitch, you know. Not sure he's a good major league starter yet, but he has a lot of talent. Kind of betting on the stuff there, which could burn me. But he's certainly good. He's certainly good. So um, I have Aaron Sanchez, if you're feeling lucky. He's a guy, again, um, if you're in a standard league, I grabbed him, and I'm not going to start him. But I'm going to hold him on my bench, because I could see him getting really good. Steve, did you pick anybody that we named? I didn't pick anybody that you named, but I, I, I took a page out of your playbook and, and said uh, the Astros strike out a, a whole boatload. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I looked at Giovanni Gallardo and saw all he's got to do is beat uh, Roberto Hernandez, which yeah. be too tall of a task. So I, I went with Giovanni Gallardo, to, even though he's lost some strikeouts over the past few years. He's facing a real strikeout-happy lineup. Uh, he could pick up a bunch of Ks and probably come out with a win against an Astros offense that is just looked god-awful so that's, far. So, that's certainly uh, possible, for sure. Yeah. Gallardo's my guy for, for Saturday. Cool. All right. Uh, Sunday, you get to go back-to-back. You get to uh, lead off on Sunday. Oh, no. Oh, man. I, I, I was torn here, and I'm still torn, actually. I, I, I swear to God, I'm not even sure what I'm going to say right now. Okay. I, I'm between two pitchers, <laughs> and I want to. I love I love me some Jesse Hahn. I do. Yes. I, I like Jesse Hahn. Uh, I'm not overly intimidated by... Uh, the Mariners, they're, they're a good team, um, but they don't have like a lineup that, that, you know, strikes fear into, you know, the deepest part of your heart. But I'm so uh-huh. intrigued by Rysel Iglesias this year. Uh, oh, man. I, I really, really want to take him. Um, I wrestled with this when I was taking picks and I told myself I have a typed out notepad that I'm going to take Jesse Hahn. Uh, but now that we're talking about it, 
it's too fun for me not to just roll the dice on Iglesias. I'm sure. gonna, even though he's facing a really good lineup in the Cardinals and a really good uh, hitter's environment in Cincinnati, uh, it's just too fun. He's like 3% owned in Yahoo or something, and sure. it's fun. So, you would look really smart if he did well. You would I look know. real smart. Uh, look really silly if uh, he walks like seven guys and lasts like an inning and a third, but yeah, I, okay. I'm going to go for it. So, That's okay. Uh, I'm, I'm switching to Iglesias. Since All right. I, I wouldn't start him in, in, in DFS, but uh, I'll I'll pick him for this contest. Sure, absolutely. And that's another guy, kind of like Sanchez, that maybe you don't trust him in the first start, but he has enough potential that if he latches on, this is a guy that a month from now might be 97% owned, you know, but now's the time to get him, you know, even if you let him sit on his on your bench. but And if he's bad, you can drop him in a week or two, but now's the time to grab him if you have the bench room. Um, I'll go next. I have the opposite <laughs> side. I like all those guys you listed. Um, I also think I have to give a, a tip of my cap to Bartolo Colon at the Braves. Uh, oh. Bartolo Colon was able to handle the Nationals, so why can't he handle the Braves? I, I love Bartolo Colon. Um, not my pick, but <laughs> I got it. Are you kidding me? Uh, I got Carlos Martinez at the Reds. Carlos Martinez is 40% owned. Carlos Martinez should be 80% owned. Talk about upside. He's got a rotation spot. He's good enough. He could flame out. He could go bad, but Cincinnati doesn't scare me. Not a great park to pitch in, but uh, there's a lot of upside there. And so I like Carlos Martinez. So I'm going up against Rysel Iglesias with Martinez. All right. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I look awfully hard at Carlos Martinez, but I don't. Does he? Does he? Is he still lacking the the third pitch? Um. I don't. I mean. I I don't know off the top of my head. Quite possibly. That's that's what he's working on, but he certainly throws hard enough. He's looked good in relief. He's he's been throwing a cha- he's he's got a changeup, but he's been working on. Um, I'm not sure much. I believe in it. I'm not sure much. I believe in him. Mm-hmm. Both of your picks are fine. I did. I I, I went a, a different, a much different route. Bartolo, right? You went with Bartolo? Not even close. Oh, oh actually, actually, probably a lot, a lot oh, close. To oh, oh. But no, I'm 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 gonna. Oh man, I I can't believe I'm saying this. Who you got? It's time to break out the tractor. I'm going with the bulldog. Uh-oh. Jake Peavy. Jake Peavy. Wow. Oh. Ooh, boy. Jake Peavy. <laughs> back in his old stomping ground. Goes to San Diego. Yep. Oh, man. The bulldog coming sure. back. Because, uh, all right, what's your reasoning? I mean, San Diego lineup is still full of holes. It's, it is, and it's probably going to be, hopefully going to be a getaway day lineup. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And the Giants seem to think he's healthy enough to make a start on you know on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I, I just happen to like Jake Peavy in, in in San Diego. That's really my reasoning. Yeah, I mean he, he I don't think he's a bad pick. He, it's I think he has less upside than Han or Iglesias or Martinez, but he might be a lot safer. You know, I don't. I can't, it's hard to see him coming out and allowing five runs. You know. Yeah. I can't, uh, I can't fault your reasoning more than my excellent logic of, well, this is fun. So I yeah. think, yeah, you're good. Yeah. He's worth attention, you know, and, and this contest is uh, designed to bring some attention to guys that maybe you hadn't considered. And I don't know, if you're in a head-to-head league and it's Sunday and you need, you know, you're throwing a Hail Mary and just grabbing anyone off the wire and streaming three or four guys, like, start all these guys. Like, PV's worth a start, you know. And Glacius is worth a start and Cologne and all these guys, so... I don't know. I think he's safer than uh, my pick for sure. So I don't, I don't know if it's a DFS league, and I see, you know, Felix Hernandez and Chris Sale and Dallas Keuchel on 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 the 
you know, I'm, I'm, you know, you know, pitching. I, I, I think I might have to ignore some of the crappier guys like Jake Peavy. And sure, yeah, Bryce on Sunday for sure, especially on on Sunday getaway day. But for our, for our contest, I'm I'm rolling with Peavy. I'm 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 breaking out the guitar. I'm breaking out the, the tobacco. Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling the bulldog. The, the bulldog. Former White Sox great. All right. Um, did you write down a Monday pick? Uh, I did not, but I can make one. Um, I don't think we need to. We're, we're trying to get a little bit uh, ahead because we're not going to be back on until Monday. So if you guys have things for Monday, because uh, I looked at it, and spoiler alert, it doesn't look good. Spoiler alert, if you made me pick a player right now, I would pass on Monday. <laughs> serious? I, I looked. I didn't like it. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll revisit this. Eddie we'll, Butler at AT&T, I'll take that. Yeah, well, uh, we'll revisit this. I'm not putting that in stone right now, but I don't. Don't wait in chance pitching on Monday. Uh, okay, you know. The pitch on Monday. Come on, man. You're missing football, guys. I, I, I suppose. In Chicago. I suppose. Um, we will revisit that. When uh, we bring you Monday's episode, we will have a pick for Monday for okay. sure. Um, sure. But nobody stuck out to me beforehand. Enough for me to put it in ink, you know, in text <laughs> to start. Uh, yeah, Monday, April 13th might be ugly. We'll see. It's hard this many days out. Great. Well, uh, yeah, that's a whole lot of recommendations for the next three days from yeah, three people that hopefully know what they're talking about. Yeah, but, I'd, uh, I'd love to go back and review it, but I honestly, I don't remember half of it. So. That's all right. That's all right. I'll, I'll compile it for you guys, uh, oh make a nice list for you, uh, on the post. Go ahead and check that out. Um, the recommendations, the cliff notes are there. Um, we'd love to hear from you on Twitter. Whether you think this is helpful or we helped you lose uh, lose your league, go ahead and holler at us. Um, I'm Dylan Higgins at Higgins MLB. Matt. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're at. You want me to introduce you via Twitter oh, as I, well? I'm sorry, you you were doing so well there. I didn't want to. If you want to go yell at Matt for making you pick Jake Peavy because it's his <laughs> fault, he is at Matt DFP nine one one. Yeah, still, I, I gotta change it. I really it, actually, we should have a little a contest to pick Matt's next Twitter handle. Yes, well, that'll be fun. That's an idea. That's that's. I'm gonna I'm gonna tuck I, that I, one I, I, in I the back. Only, Dylan, I can only imagine what our good friend Scott would say. That's that's uh Scott might have one for you. I'm gonna tuck that one sure back for you. That's an idea. Um, and then Steve joining us from MLB Trade Rumors on Twitter at Adams underscore Steve. Yep. You can uh, you can direct all your Rysel Iglesias hate uh, toward me if you roll the dice on taking him in a DFS league. Go yeah. for it. And uh, sorry, you, you, Steve, you, you you can't hate Rysel Iglesias. Oh, I don't. I'm I'm excited for him. I probably won't pick him in a DFS league, but I mean, <laughs> why? Is <laughs> but worth keeping a, keeping an eye on. Keeping yeah. an eye on for sure. Again, he's a guy that a month from now might be ninety percent owned if he matches on. There's room for him in that rotation. He just has to you know get a spot from Jason Marquis. So. Uh, that's a tough one to overcome. Yeah. Um, Steve, you got anything to plug? Anything going on over at Trade Rumors or anywhere else? Uh, no, I mean, you guys can check out our podcast if you want. Runs on Thursdays. That's, uh, that's always cool. But uh, no, yeah, I don't know. Visit the site and, and, and call me bad names on Twitter, yeah. I guess. I if you've, if you've <laughs> never heard of it, it's MLBTradeRumors.com. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us again um, here at Rotographs Audio. The Sleeper and the Bust runs Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday for much deeper analysis, uh, less DFS focus, more standard leagues um, from Paul Spore, Jason Collette, Eno Saris. Really smart guys. You'll learn something. Listen to them. That'll do it for us on this special Friday edition, Friday slash weekend edition 
of uh, Field of Streams podcast. I'm Dylan Higgins, joined, thanks again, from uh, Steve Adams and Matthew DeWaskin. We will see you guys on Monday. Good luck in your leagues. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. You can edit out my woohoo at the end there.